Uh, yeah, it's all better now. It would not be an episode... It wouldn't be an episode of Chasing Descent without this shite, would it? Let's face it. Let's face it. Uh, now, indeed, it would not. Now, let's talk about ESG for a minute, shall we, boys? Before we get into the show proper. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who don't know what ESG is, it is basically what all of the uh, broke corporations sign up to in order to impress daddy think over at BlackRock. Um, it's failing. It's wokery. And just in the last few weeks, we've seen Disney fire their diversity and inclusion manager. Warner have fired theirs. And just today, the BBC or BBC Media Studios have fired theirs as well. So do we see a bit of a pattern going on here, boys? It sounds like it. Sounds like it, doesn't it? Sounds like these uh, these diversity and inclusion initiatives simply aren't working. I mean, Disney's screwed because The Little Mermaid is losing money. It's not going to turn a profit. Yeah. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny is not going to turn a profit. That film needs to make $900 million to break even, by the way. What film? Indiana Jones. Who? Because it's cost around 400 in total with all the reshoots. Right. Then you've got the marketing spend. And then you've got to remember, they don't get 100% of the box office. They get about 50% of the box office on return. So you've got to make uh, pretty much double what you've spent in order to break even. Oh. What did they spend that money on, Ben? Uh, well, they essentially shot the movie twice. Let's face <laughs> it. Um, Harrison Ford also, as usual, shut down production for several weeks because he got injured. Right. Um, yeah, that's what happens when you're an 80 year old man, though. Mm. And oh, he hurt his ankle, didn't he? Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he he broke his ankle on the set of Star Wars. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Um. And I believe. I've seen reports from Disney insiders that say that Bob Iger called Kathleen Kennedy up over at Lucasfilm and said, if Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny does not make $900 million, you're out the door. Bye. Bye, Kathleen. There's no way. I think it might be time. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> Let's face it. There is no way it's making $900 million. It is getting panned. No. It is getting panned. Reviews are saying it's dross. Well, do you remember the trailer when the first trailer came out and he'd got a funny small head, hadn't he? No, no, yeah, on that horse. I never saw it. Oh, the, oh yeah, I remember, I remember you mucking about with that, yeah. It, it wasn't fully formed, though, the trailer. It was a bit like, no, no. do you remember when the Hulk, the, the, the Eric Banner Hulk came out and the Hulk mm. wasn't properly... He was just like a green blob. He wasn't a proper Hulk. Yeah. But they fixed that by the time they actually put the movie out. <laughs> yeah, and I imagine uh, from what I from what I understand, and I've not seen the Dial of Destiny yet. I've had tickets to see it twice already, and I've just not bought myself to do it. Yeah, but um, from what I understand, the first twenty minutes of the movie are really good, and then it's just downhill from there. It's a shame to ruin such a good brand, though, isn't it? Like that. Mm. Well, well, this is what Kathleen Kennedy's been doing at Lucasfilm, isn't it? She absolutely... Mm. Uh, all the strong male characters that they had, let's say Luke Skywalker, for example, um, 
They wrecked them. Oh, this he turned him into a... boyish, effeminate characters. Yeah, well, yeah, well, the, the best he's ever. Apparently, Indiana Jones is the sidekick in this movie to Fleabag, as in Phoebe Waller Bridge, and she's the lead. So, oh, okay. is that is that how the? Oh, she she just looked annoying. I saw a very brief snippet of an interview or something. They were interviewing him and her. I think mm. she got dark hair. Yeah. 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 And and he and somebody said, "Well, how did you? How was the chemistry? How did you two meet?" And he's going, he goes, you know, and his eighty-year-old crinkly face. She was mine for the prize of a drink, and and she <laughs> just she just went all freaky, you know, all freaky, Ooh, disgusting type thing. Well, yeah, but she she's super woke. Yeah, so um, that, well, there's obviously no no chemistry between them whatsoever. And when you when you make a movie like that, it never does well. It just doesn't. It can't do well because if there's no chemistry between the two lead actors, you you just don't have a movie. No, you don't. You don't. And I guarantee you that the chemistry between these two is awkward and awful. And you know what the annoying thing is? Because of the whole ESG thing, they actually let Phoebe rewrite some of this movie. Oh, my God. She, yep. Um, Whoa, the what act the hell is going on? We're not receiving enough. What? Why? What is going on? It looks fine to me. YouTube says it's not. Interesting. YouTube Studio is being a twonk. Yeah, because I've not dropped any frames. Yeah, no, it's just YouTube Studio. Um, so let's just continue. Right. <clears throat> Before we do go into the uh, hello, how are you doings and the intros, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we really, really would appreciate your likes. We would really appreciate your support, your subscription, if we have not earned it yet. And, of course, please hit that share button. Yeah, yeah. You know what, people? Just don't fucking bother, because it's a waste of time. YouTube's just done. You know, um, just, just... We just need cash. I know a lot of people want to send blankets or water. Just send your cash. Send us cash. That's all we need. So I need send it I'm, to Kofi. I'm feeling send very good, Shalini. Send it to Kofi. I'm I'm feeling very good. I'm about ninety percent. So I'm raring to go. I'm raring to 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 get right, stuck right back into work. And I said to John earlier on, actually, he's been an absolute trooper in holding down the fort whilst I've been recovering. So I'm I'm back and I'm good. And with that, John introduces you. Good evening, one and all, citizens of Veridora, a very special welcome to you. You know who you are, and we, mm -hmm. that is Ben and I, and of course Adam, we love you. And welcome to this, episode 232 of Chasing Descent Live, with me, with Ben, with Adam, with me. Okay. Okay, well done. That was wonderful. That was wonderful. And it's wonderful to Can I ask a question? Of you, yeah. Of Adam, of the troll room, if you all, if you will. Is anyone even like kind of crackling when the music's playing? No, no, no. 
Seems fine, this end. It must be my side then. It must be my side. Right, okay. It must be. Right, people. Oh. People, people, people. Shall we get into the news? Um yeah, yeah. Well shall we start with um shall we start with uh Well did you want to start with Jackie, no? Jackie 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 <laughs> <laughs> Is that a yes or a no? Look, I can't. I can't fathom understand yes. why Jackie Devoy keeps sharing overtly fake news. Um, <laughs> and I, I'm saying that. I'm saying that mm -hmm. as as. As someone who can see just by the fact that she, the things that she's sharing look absolutely ridiculous, mm -hmm. that it's overtly fake news. <laughs> Me! Um, yeah, thank you for the super chat there, guys. Really appreciate that. It's but, better um, than Utopia. Better than Utopia. Yeah, Jackie D. Boy's been, she, she's been, a, you know, a columnist for these women's magazines and worked within the mainstream media for like 30 years. Mm. And she's just, said some things and shared some things in recent months that are just it's dumbfounding to me like the first one was almost an allegation that Nicola Bully did not exist um, she's maintained that though Ben she's said that right from the beginning hasn't she of the investigation it's not, not a change for her <laughs> And then today she shared a propaganda piece that was made, I believe, by Ukraine about a year ago of uh, jets, jet fighters dropping uh, munitions on Paris. Um, and it was made to show how easy these things are to fake. Mm -hmm. And she shared it today oh, and said, this seems real. You know, <laughs> you know what else was was made round about that wall was was put out as a tweet round about that time. Mm. A downed Russian TIE fighter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she still gets serious work, though, doesn't she? Well, she's. I, I think she's working with Ike Connick um, right, at okay. the moment. And then she does other things. I Isn't think that, she still works for some so, of the British so rags. Classify that as serious work or not? That's the question. <laughs> I, well, the, the thing. They, they make money, don't they? Iconic. They make money. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. not. We all, make, I mean, it's true. we all don't make money. But I mean, for instance, Agent Aliens makes money. Is it serious work? I don't know. Have you seen how much fucking time must go into Giorgio Suclo's hair? <laughs> I mean, he is, I'm telling you, that man has a stylist hired specifically by the History Channel to make it as ridiculous as possible. Oh, no, no. Show. He, his hair was like that well before the History Channel picked that up. Yeah, but the History Channel have exacerbated it, and it's got worse and worse <laughs> and bigger and bigger. Uh, Should I get my hair like Giorgio Sucolotz? I, I guess. I, I wondered where he came from. I thought he was like South American or something, but he's Swiss. Did you know he was Swiss? Is he Swiss? Yeah, he's Swiss. He stays down the road for any for Dunnigan. Do you know what? I love him. I am. He's a theme park, doesn't he? 
Yeah, but he he is absolutely harmless. And, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and the whole ancient alien thing, it's, it's a load of shite, but it's absolutely <laughs> harmless. Yeah. <laughs> the aliens came down and, and they bred with the women and, uh, and, and now we have human beings. That's basically it. That's what he keeps saying. He won't saying be saying that, that then. Over, the the Anuraki and the Nephilim, is that what you're talking about? Careful, if you're going yeah, to start... Yeah, when, when they come for you both, you won't be saying that. <laughs> when, you, when, but, when you're uh, talking about them, you've got, to, you've got to use the right terminology, you know, or you're going to be, you're going to be mocked. <laughs> but, but, but at this point, if Jackie Devoy keeps this up, and you know what, I don't want to slam her, but she keeps sharing shite, mm -hmm. and she's got a following, and she, she gets work... And I think she should be more careful with what she is sharing and what she is saying. I mean, when she's sharing something which is clearly CGI and going, this seems real. Yeah. Um, yeah. Come on, Jackie. Well, you don't, remember. If you don't know, don't even share it. She, she, what age is she? She's got to be what? She's got to be at least middle-aged, yeah? Yeah. And she's a woman. So you'll probably find that her eyesight's so shot okay. to hell that she probably can barely see. What are you all good in that? It's biological facts. Yes, I know. <laughs> so there was another. Do you remember her fundraiser? <clears throat> you remember she fell down? Yeah, and yeah, broke, broke her ankles. ankles. Yeah, yeah. It was that, very that, sad. That, that, that's affected her sight because yeah. she'd been she she wouldn't have been able to go out much, so she wouldn't be able to get any long range. You know, she'd go out and look far away, and then look close, then look far away, then look close. That's how you keep your eyes in trim, because all those little muscles around your eyes are there. To keep your eyes on focus and things like that. And if you don't yeah. exercise them by staring at a screen 99% of the time, your eyes will go out of trim. Like, I, I think mine are a little bit out of trim because I've been doing so much screen staring because Ben's been out, you know, playing the field and having drinks and hotel stays and all this while I've been changing the was death. one night! Hey, one night more than me, mate. One night more Celebrate than me. Celebrate Marika. Yeah. Anyway, celebrate. I say celebrate my recovery. My insides still feel like they've been minced up for a mixer. Yeah. Do you it's not think? Weird. Do you not think if you gave yourself a rest, you would recover a bit quicker? But anyway, let's not go into that again. <laughs> uh, there was a, there was somebody else shared something today that I thought was quite poor, and it was um, a cluster of people that are having dementia-like symptoms in New Brunswick. Okay. I saw right. you comment on that, John. Yeah, well, which started in 2015 and therefore has nothing, yeah. nothing to do with any new treatments that came on the scene in 2021. Yeah, what worried me was they attributed it to glyphosate and I was outside weed killing at the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was like, no. Well, glyphosate <laughs> is a known toxin and, as, yeah. and yeah. it's a neurotoxin. So, yeah, why wouldn't mm -hmm. they? You know? Yeah. So, yeah. But do you know what? This does annoy me because people keep seizing upon anything. I mean, like, for example, Robert De Niro's grandson has just sadly passed away. Mm -hmm. And I'm seeing accounts saying the usual thing. Oh, you know what did it? You know. No, you don't. You don't know what did it. You have absolutely no idea what did it. So stop saying it's been done by any certain new treatments when you've got no clue whatsoever. He couldn't have been okay. very old either, Ben. How old was he? He wasn't I old. think he's 24. Yeah. Right. But That's sad. But he could have been experimenting. Yeah. Well, the thing is, he's a 24-year-old uh, man who probably has more money than sense because of the family he's from. Right? 
you don't know what's done it. I think... And no, sorry, carry on. I, I want to say that everybody that keeps sharing all this shite, and I, I say, I say, but, but what I mean by that is everything, every death, every unexplained or unreported death is being caused by this one thing, is just discrediting the people that want to have a genuine conversation and investigation yeah. into things that might actually be happening. Yeah, I know. Uh, just, just reading from the Daily Mail, it says he was found dead. In his chair, next to a plate of white powdery substance. Oh! Elementary, dear Watson. Mm. So what you're trying to tell me is, it was probably nothing to do with what all of these other people keep trying well, to say. But don't just say he was he's probably experimenting. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Dead, you did. Oh. Mushroom says, making bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Carbonate of soda and super glue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes an incredibly strong bond. <laughs> well, but but like I said, any time that people say that this was this was caused by this certain treatment and that was caused by that certain treatment, when they got absolutely no clue, all they're doing is shutting down any possible conversation about anything that might be happening. Yeah, they are doing yeah, okay. bad. Right, let's move on. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of things that might not actually be happening is like why are people saying the internet was down in France did they? I've no idea because it didn't look down to me and I was in France wasn't I? Mean, I? You, you VPN yourself into, into France yeah. and you used down detector to see whether or not anything was yeah. down over there and, and, then, and then of course I'm on, fine. I'm on Twitter I'm like, and I'm going why is, why is this trending? why is this trending? and then I realised these things were trending because Twitter thought it was in France as well. So Twitter wasn't mm-hmm. down either. So what was going on? The, and Down Detector wasn't showing. It was showing there had been a blip in Twitter last night, around about midnight or whatever, but there was no reason for um, people to be saying the internet was down in France, and I don't think it was. No, it's not just that as, as well. There was there was also this. Uh, I I saw people going emergency warning, full lockdown tomorrow in Paris, and then right, I've just right, hold on. you know I've been speaking to see this bussies thing you said the other day, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that only applied from nine o'clock onwards at night. Yeah, when we're stopping the buses and trams, so it's not okay. as if they shut them down during the day. They just they're not running the buses after nine o'clock at night. So this is why Disney are closing their parks a little bit earlier, because they keep saying, we're closing our parks a little bit earlier so our staff can get home. Well, there you um, go, because the buses are stopping at night. But, but guess what? All of these people that um screaming yesterday, big capital letters, full lockdown in France from tomorrow. Disneyland Paris was open today. so uh, <laughs> there's, there's no lockdown. I know that Macron has said... No! I know that Macron has said they're looking to remove... The, the more obvious um, media from social media, you know, the more obvious videos and things that yeah. are either too explicit or are or are fake. Because there is a lot of reused footage, isn't there, Ben? It's footage from movies being used. It's big screen from. It's footage from a zoo yeah. being used. Right? There's, there's, it, it is... Interestingly, okay. chaps... If we look at the traffic cams, I've just checked this out on yeah. Weatherbug. Um, all the traffic cams are offline, apart from two on the M20. What in France? In France. 
the whole country suggests, yeah, there's something going on. Well, that's um, interesting. If, yeah, on, on multiple sites as well. If, if you go to the... There's quite a few traffic cam sites. Um, none of them seem to be broadcasting. So that's interesting. I'll tell you why that probably is. Because when France have a protest, they like to go for the traffic cameras first. They do this quite a lot. Um, and then if you drive along the French motorways, like I do quite often, you'll see some of the traffic cameras are like fortified bloody... Um, well, well, speed cameras. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's, Actually, I take that back. I've, I've just found another site called autoroutes.fr, and uh -huh. all the cameras are up on there. Yeah. And I'm watching them from 9.16pm, which was only a few minutes ago, so they're definitely, they are up. Yeah, okay. So, it, so it's some sites sit down. So there is conflicting information out and about everywhere. Um, and, 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 you know... I've said it before, and I'll say it again. People will say that the BBC are 100% fake news, um, but actually, I think that, that, that the article they put out today, provings a lot of the stuff was fake coming out of France, was good. I think that was a good article. I think it's necessary because people get duped and then they share shite. Mm -hmm. And it's necessary to call people out on either side of a debate or either side of a divide if they are, you know, perpetuating falsehoods. Yeah. And yeah. we try our best not to over here. <laughs> and we hope that, that people that listen to us do the yeah. same. I'm sorry, I'm laughing at something that happened today because someone said, "Well, if the internet goes out here, what would you do, or what would what would what would you do about it?" And and I'm thinking, well, you know, the answer to everything is Bitcoin. <laughs> so, so I says, well, the answer normally would be Bitcoin, but if the internet's out, there's no use. So someone then posts a thing that's saying Bitcoin works even when the internet is down, right? And well, the link to the what? Yeah, well, it, it, it does work because Bitcoin works in that it stops, it stop, it freezes everything at the point the internet goes down, and nothing, nothing goes ahead until it comes back up. So yes, it works in that you won't lose anything, <laughs> you won't gain anything, and you can't do any transactions. So that's <laughs> if that's your definition of working. <laughs> then, then good luck <laughs> good luck with that that's why grow your own veggies John mm -hmm. well not in, in, well, I'd rather go just go out and hunt animals <laughs> somebody, somebody ran a deer down yesterday and, and while that's a tragedy because I, I've done the same myself <laughs> uh -huh. they, they took it to the vet but it had broken both its back legs and the vet said there's no chance I, I saw can't, this. can't do anything and of course it was put yeah. down. And of course I had to say <laughs> barbecue later. <laughs> Decent. <laughs> well, I guess waste not one not. Why not? I mean you know that you know that it's um it's died peacefully, so you might as well make use of it. Yeah, oh, but what about yeah. the chemical residue from that death juice they put in the Oh well <laughs> yeah, I suppose it's that. <laughs> That's true. I think it, I've, I think once you've cremated it on a barbecue, it'd be fine. <laughs> Cook it on a hot enough heat, you'd be fine. Right. right. So yeah. let's just finish off in France because there's something I want to think about, and there's something okay. that's been bugging me about France. Maybe I should put myself right green. 
Right. So yeah. So that this has been bugging me a little bit about France because, as you know, over the last few months, Macron's been quite the statesman. You know, he's been sloping around. He's been over oh. to China. He's been kowtowing to 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 Russia even to an extent. He's been standing up against Europe. He's been saying that we need peace. He's um, mm-hmm. he's been telling Zelensky and that that he should be looking for options. And um, mm-hmm. and I think um, I think uh, maybe the last straw was when he asked to go to the BRICS summit. Now I know they turned yeah. him down, but is this whole thing a punishment for Macron just being slightly off the reservation? Oh, well, well, that is rabbit hole territory. It is a bit, bit, but it's kind of coincidental, isn't it? You know? Mm, 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 mm. And um, before we do move on, uh, before we do move on, as we are sticking with Macron and with France, I think it's time for a little song, don't you, John? Yeah, yeah, go for it, mate. Go for it. I've just lost my earphones. Give me a second. Oh, God, he's lost his earphones. They're here. There we go. Right. Well, sit back, people. Here we sit go. back. Relax. Here we go. Enjoy. Sit back. It's time for a little song. Oh! Black Gary's Gap of the Week! Black Gary's Gap of the Week! Black Gary's Gap of the Week! Black Gary, Gary's Gaffer the Wink. Oh, Gary. What you done this time? Black Gary. And what is Black Gary's Gaffer the Week? So Black Gary, <laughs> John. Black Gary puts out a tweet. Just, a, just about, I think it was only hours before all these riots started. He put say a yep. tweet said, Macron seems quite a sensible chap. Can we have him instead of Sinek? John, I'm still full screen. You are. <laughs> Black Gary's gap of the week. <laughs> yep, no. Um, um, and, and on that note, Gary, you're a moron. I'm sorry, but Gary Lineker is a first-class idiot. Mm-hmm. He's, how this man is any kind of pundit on anything? No, I don't. I, know. I honestly don't don't know. Uh, and speaking of honestly, don't know. I honestly don't know if you are watching on Twitter, whilst you are not watching on YouTube. So, if you are watching on Twitter right now, come over to youtube.com forward slash chasing descent official to continue the show. Bye bye. Bye-bye, Twitter. Gone. Gone? Gone? There you go. No more, no more freebies for Twitter. No. All done. Right. All done. Right. Okay. Make sure you've liked the show. Make sure you've shared the show. Let's continue on, John. We just need cash. I know a lot of people want to send blankets or water. Just send your cash. So, anyway... Right, George, calm down. <laughs> so, anyway... <laughs> Uh, Burble Singh, the strictest Catherine... head teacher in the world, apparently. Uh, sorry, in, well, in the UK. Strictest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's her head headmistress of a school named Michaela, and she is in a bit of a row. 
over the weekend, isn't she? With yeah. One with one Jess Phillips of the Labour Party. So um, it it's it really has descended into. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll give you my latest the latest tweet. Burble's thing has written about this, and then I'll give you the context. The latest tweet is this. This is two hours ago. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Jess Phillips is a racist. <laughs> I'm saying she is a bully who suffers from unconscious racist bias. Oh my bias God. and bullying are as bad as each other, but she isn't a racist in the typical sense. So, um, basically, Catherine Burblesing shared on her Twitter, I believe, a, a slideshow of images of Tina Turner. Uh, in commemoration of her after she has died with like good times written on it or something like that and she didn't make this slideshow she just shared it and i believe in one of the um one of the pictures there was ike you know ike turner um and he was alleged well he was abusive towards dina Uh, and so jess phillips went in on Burblesing and basically said that because she shared this that that safeguarding needs to be looked at at her school and called her out to hundreds of thousands of followers and caused one hell of a pile on um and it's just degenerated from there to the point that Burblesing sent a letter to Keir Starmer saying she's making some proper formal complaints and um yeah it's just gone mad What's the guy to do with Keir Starmer? Well, he's the leader of the Labour Party and Jess Phillips is a Labour MP and she was doing it in her capacity as Jess Phillips MP. OK. So, what's the guy to do with Keir Starmer? <laughs> Surely she should just be... I mean, shouldn't, shouldn't she just be... Oh, sorry. Who who made the complaint? Burble Singh? Uh yeah, Bevel oh, right, has okay, complained sorry. to Keir Starmer, right. um, and I believe... Right, so, uh, yeah, because that's Jess Phillips' boss, right, okay. But yeah, yeah. did you see what else Bevel Singh said, though? Go for it. She said that when students get into trouble, they pull the race card on her. <laughs> oh, Jason. <laughs> you know what? I, and, I, I mean, I don't know if this is politically correct or not, but you know what? Racism's not a word. It's not a thing anymore because it's used. It's used for everything. I mean, the the concept is so diluted now. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's overused. Yeah, um, it's the same as just essentially calling somebody a bigot. You 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 don't know if they're actually a bigot. You don't know if they're actually a racist. You don't know if they're actually a sexist because the concept is used time and time again for things that clearly don't fit the definition mm-hmm. and it's, it's it's like the people that use these terms like let's say racist nazi for example and all of these other ones a fascist they couldn't no idea what these words mean they don't know what these words mean they just throw them about because they are horrible things that they hope stick to people who they can't argue against that's basically it and then nine times out of ten the people throwing these things about are the things that they proclaim the other person to be did you so, see Burbel Singh retracted her statement as well and what one? she wrote a letter to Starmer saying um, that Jess Phillips had said you ain't no Asian <laughs> and instead <laughs> she changed it to you ain't no Aslan which I assume is out of Narnia Narnia who changed it? So, to, mm-hmm. Aslan. 
Burbel thing Why? changed it. Yeah. She said that was what she had said, which makes no sense whatsoever. I believe what she actually was saying is she made a typo. Oh right, that's okay. what I think. Oh, but that's actually, really, I see. This is that's that, this annoys me. This whole Southeast Asia thing, because or whatever they call it, because Indians, uh, uh, Indians aren't really Asians, you know. Not as you think. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. You know what I, I mean? Ethnically, ethnically, if you were classifying a group as Asians, it would be. It would be people from, you know, like, um, what, what was Burma or something, when, you know, maybe towards Thailand, you know, Cambodia, that kind of thing. Anything Chinese east Japan. of that, then you're getting into China and 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 Thailand uh, yeah. and Indonesia and all that. Yeah, I, I, you can classify all them as Asians. Yeah, you know, Jap- yeah. Japan. Did you see Japan? But also. John, sorry to interrupt. I've just spotted another thing about Burbel Singh with the, the cat children. Have you heard about that? The cat children? Well, the ones that identified yes, as um, cats, we dealt with that. Yes, we did. But did we mention Burbel Singh then? Uh, I don't think we mentioned her by name, though. Because she claimed that children identifying as cats wear ears and tails in class. And she started this while she was actually speaking at a conference uh, and she oh, led with that. God. And do they have letterboxes? <laughs> Did she not mention Well, it doesn't that? mention that. She just said yeah. it's about the headbands they wear. So if well, your you've got, d- your you've daughter got a... or son goes in in a headband, then, you know. Look, I, I said it, remember, remember a couple of weeks back where I identified for the duration of the show as a mouse, right? Well, John was that, very jealous. It didn't go down well. <laughs> they don't like that. No, but but the point is, I made a point there that if you're going to identify as a cat, we'll get you a little box. We'll go all in. Yeah, but you know, we're very supportive. What is what's the world? Pardon me. What are people coming to? What are they? Coming yeah, but these to? are children. Why, why is everybody? You know, yeah, but no, but they're not children. That's the problem. Uh, these specific individuals are children, but why are adults doing it as well? I mean, look at that. <laughs> look at that guy, that major in the army that's sitting there. <laughs> Why are these people doing this? Uh, because they want attention. Yeah. They want to be special. Yeah. They want they, they want people they, to look at them. And they want their a, 15 minutes. This is an infantilization of the population. Everybody thinks mm. they can be whatever they can be. And they can't unless you join Veridora. And then you can. Whatever <laughs> <laughs> you want. But you, you want to identify you, as a bloody cat in Veradora, you go yeah. right ahead. As long as you're paying your citizenship fee. <laughs> That's right. You, but, you, you, you go right ahead. But it's, this is even worse than idiocracy because the people are becoming less than idiots. It's this. Well, the thing is. This is, this is the slide. This is the long, slow slide into mediocrity, right? This is what's <laughs> happening because it's like I said. It's like, a, a, you know, if you think about a, a, a class, a class of kids in school, mm. right, they're all mixed ability. Mm-hmm. And what happens is the lessons invariably end up going at the speed of the slowest class member. And when I say slowest, yeah. I just mean the one that takes the longest to pick things up. Because you, you can't run at the speed of the people that are picking things up quickly because then, you know, you're on a bell curve. Everyone gets left behind. Well, everybody else gets left behind. So, yeah. is, there an, is there a case for merit-based teaching again? Because it's like, 
you're, you're, I, I mean, we've not been doing this in I work so. either. We're, I mean, the, the American Supreme Court just came out against affirmative action. So things Finally. should be yeah. So things should be merit based. If you have the capability of doing it, you get the job. If you don't have the capability of doing it, it doesn't matter if you're purple and your name's Barney. You're not getting the job. You know. Well, yeah. And well, and I, I think I think we need to be back there. We need to be back there, and we need to go back to, you know, streaming. You need to go back to streaming, and I don't mean streaming like we're doing now. I mean you know. You, you because if you put really bright, intelligent, you know, genius level kids, and you and you continually drag them down, they get bored, mm -hmm. they lose interest, and you have wasted their education. And they you become my it. daughter. Yeah. Yeah, and they act out because they're bored. Yeah, you become me. I spent I spent yeah. a whole year not going to school. Now. How many people do you know can spend a whole year not going to school and not be caught? <laughs> unless it was during the war, John. Yeah, unless during it was during the war. war. But this wasn't during the war, mate. <laughs> so I spent a whole year not going to school and I still came out with six hires. But do you know what? I, I'm, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be very careful how I speak here, but I want to say something. Um... Because I don't give two shiny shites how people want to identify themselves. Adults, that is, right? I don't care if if if, if adults want to dress up uh, as cats, if they want to dress up as dogs, if that. Well, I, right, I don't okay. care. Well, yes and no, right? And this goes back to setting an example for your children and for yeah. and for younger people. So yes, yes, I see what you're saying. But I think they should limit it to the privacy of their own home. Okay, um, okay. If that's if that's what you believe, that's you know that's what you believe. But my, the point I'm making here is. I mean, did you see? I'm sorry. It, I'm sorry to interrupt. When it gets, did you see the woman walking down the street dressed as a horse? <laughs> well, like a pantomime no. horse. No, no. She was wearing black skin tight. You know, like a gimp suit, huge, right. huge shoes, and a right. horse mask, and and it's like that's that's just that's not right. And how do you explain that? How do you explain that? Where did you kids? see this, John? On, on on Twitter, it was a video on Twitter. I mean, there was a way to explain it beforehand, but I'm not sure I'd be allowed to say it on here. Yeah, despite but, the fact it's probably correct. Yeah, exactly. There, there was a way. There was a way to explain and it. One of the ones is Elvis. But uh, okay, so uh, my line, and once again, I'm going to have to be very careful with this, is when I am told that I have to believe things that are absolutely impossible and absolutely untrue for example i could not breastfeed my child i don't know i've seen your breasts are quite impressive they're beautiful aren't they they are beautiful <laughs> right but, uh, look, but look, ben, ben, you know, you know what mate let, let's not no pointing down that route no pointing down that mm. route you're going you're going too deep and you know, when the Bank of England says that 
you know, when the Bank of England says that anyone can be pregnant, then you've lost. You've lost it. You, you, there's no point in arguing it, right? You know what? Mm. The people want to do that. Well, do what they like in the privacy of their own home. But you, Did you, you see the reason why they've done that, John? Yeah, because they're, they're clowns. Well, they've clowns. built some new toilets, haven't they? They've oh, built yeah. some gender-neutral toilets in one well, of their floors, right. and that's... Right, right. Hold trying on. to raise awareness. It doesn't matter. Look, Ali McBeal had gender-neutral toilets. When was that? <laughs> that was the 80s, was it not? Or the 90s? It wasn't There's even the century. In London. Jesus Christ, I go to Fabric Nightclub in London when I was a teenager. There was all gender-neutral yeah. toilets. Yeah. Do you so, remember the urinals in the street in London? They stopped yeah. those, didn't they? Uh, was that like a copying the French thing? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right. So the thing is, gender-neutral toilets are not are not new, right? And they've been around forever. I mean, I remember going camping in, in France in the 80s and I went into the shower block to have a shower and there was a woman there and I thought oh I've gone in the wrong side so I went out and went in the other side and there was two women there and I thought ah, okay <laughs> it doesn't matter right so but, but gender neutrality in toilets is not a new thing and, and it's people not. are making out that this is horrendous and it, it, you know I don't understand it. Do you know what? If I, 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 I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm in full support of the free option. So if women want their own toilets, women should have their own toilets. If men want their own toilets, men should have their own toilets. And if there's a gender, if there can be a gender-neutral option where anyone can go in, I don't see an issue. Well, that's usually the disabled toilet, uh, isn't it? Until yeah, they well, stop using, yeah. they stop get, letting people use the disabled toilets, haven't they? By putting keys and things on them though i've got a radar key yeah so so do you, you know i mean do you know what else they've said as well what's that people of any gender can be pregnant which we know about yeah, but they that, also yeah. offered to pay to help staff pay for gender reassignment treatment using private medical insurance do you know what, what? good for them but it's odd that a bank should choose to do this isn't it what if that's their decision that's their business they can do what they want yeah. They're a private institution. They can do what they damn well please. But this is the Bank of England, though, Ben. It's a fairly major establishment that have chosen to do... A They're rather... a private institution, Adam. Yeah. Yeah, it's not It's not you a government know? institution. It's not public. It's privately owned. And a lot of people don't realise that. Don't realise that. No, private institution... Same as the Federal Reserve and... in America. Private bank. Nothing to do and with the, the Fed. The as long as they are the leaving... Government. As long as they are leaving the kids out of it, and they are, uh, and the people doing these things to themselves are consenting adults, uh, you know, I'm not going to step in. It's like I don't understand homophobia because I don't understand why it's anybody's business what two consenting adults or or more, if that's your kind of thing, do in the privacy of their own bedroom. I don't understand how that's anybody else's business but the people in that bedroom, to be honest. Um, but you know. I just think that consenting adults mm -hmm. could do what they damn well please, and if they end up destroying yeah. their lives, and they end up re regretting yeah. it, that's their consequence. It's in the bounds of decency, yeah. That's just me, anyway. Anyway, um, right, anyway, and, enough of this nonsense. So, um, apparently Sweden's been at that again, they've been burning Korans, so the Swedish ambassador has been summoned to the royal court in Saudi. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then the, I think the Saudis have started burning Swedish flags, so it seems a bit tit for tat, doesn't it? It does, it does. I, I think they're even uh, <laughs> at that point. Yeah. Surely. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't see an issue with uh, somebody burning their own property. If they own the book that they're burning and it's their property, I don't care what's in it. It's your property. You can do what you want with it. Um, well, in, in the UK, upset. that's the case, yeah. And, and you know, you, you can... I mean, see that flag draped over the, the, the wall behind me, that red, white and blue one? I can yeah. burn that without any fear of reprisal. You be able to. No, I can, because there's no law against burning the flag. Not in the UK. There be a law against burning the Quran here in the UK. No, there Even isn't. Even if it's your own. There isn't. Well, one would hope not, but... There no, there isn't, a, there isn't a law against burning books. Not to my knowledge. So if they're going to do you for anything, then they're going to trump up a charge, aren't they? Well, of course they are, and they will. Yeah, oh, I of know course they, they I know they will. I know they will. But yeah, so um, that's uh, the situation. And I think in Sweden there is definitely no law against burning books. Well, good. Um, and, and at the end of the day, there shouldn't be. I, no. I mean, I don't agree with book burning. I don't agree with censorship. I don't agree with, with anything like that. But if people wish to do things with their own property, who are we to say that they can't? And who is the kingdom of Saudi Arabia to say that they can't at the end of the day? Uh, Harold says, what about the pride flag? Well, as long well, as it's your flag, it. you should be able to do with it, yeah. with it as you please. Yeah, Christian. I mean, the fact that the Met Police made a statement saying they were investigating Lawrence Fox for burning his own bunting, and I'm not a huge Lawrence Fox fan. No, neither am I, but he didn't do anything wrong. It was his own property. Mm-hmm. He burnt his own bunting. Right? How can the police be investigating somebody burning their own bloody bunting? How far have we fallen? What is going on? Adam, well, it's, uh, bring us yes. back to sanity, would you? <laughs> Well, I'm just looking at the the protest. There was a protest, um, the London Quran defence protest outside Sweden's embassy. Um, right. There was a speech given out there. How dare you try to lecture uh, a group of minorities on freedom of speech? You burn books just as the um, a certain group in in Germany did. Um, so you know that there's certain elements to you know burning a book that can be linked to that but i am oh, I have a tenuous. issue with the idea it is tenuous yeah i i'm sorry i have a huge issue with the idea of group rights mm-hmm. i don't think group rights should exist in rights several groups did step that. in in defense of the um the group who were who were felt they were being persecuted in sweden um and they were from other religions um Right. So it's it's interesting to see. But how is one man burning his own book persecuting anybody? Exactly. How? Yep. And if if your religion cannot take criticism, then it's not worth anything, is it? But that religion can't take criticism. No. um, And that's been borne out time and time and time again. Yeah, Citizen of the Week, Andrew Lomax, he makes a good point here in the chat. He says, group rights is just veiled apartheid. Of course it is. Of course it is. When you start partitioning people and giving them special rights or special protections because of their group status, and do you know what? Out of the three of us here, I actually enjoy some of those because I'm the disabled one, right? (laughs) (laughs) But look look at what happens. You've just had a whole month of group rights. 
Mm. Well, yeah. Or, yeah, you do. Or, or as they call it, the community. But let's face it, these people aren't a community. They're not. They're not a community. They're, they're not all for the same thing. In fact, nope. most of them would cross the street to avoid the other, you know? So you're just lumping yeah, a um, bunch of people that have disparate views into a collective container and saying, you know, we support you. What a load of virtual signaling crap, really. Yeah, uh, and you know what people are entitled to? Yeah, they to do what they like. They do what they like. But don't and ram it down my throat. will go on. I was in, in fact, I am I, attending one. I was in. Um, I was in. <laughs> Pride's finished. But anyway, I no. Was, J- July twenty ninth is our pride, and I'm attending. So anyway, I was in um, Poundland. What are you? Places, yes, yeah, yesterday. Right. No, Saturday. I was in Poundland, and there was a woman in front of me buying some stuff, and the girl said, "You are the yeah." The girl in the cashier says, "Do you want a bag?" And she goes, "Yes, please." And then she goes, and I don't want that. Because <laughs> the girl picked up a pride bag and she goes, I don't want that short. <laughs> I want a regular <laughs> bag. She says, a month of that getting rammed down her throats is more than enough. Everybody else only gets a day. And then she turns to me and goes, so I, I, what I, do you think? I went up. I goes, I'm 100% behind you. <laughs> Bates and Tate says, I'd like to see Ben in Speaker's Corner. I've been to Speaker's Corner loads of times. Um, Have you spoken? It's it's quite cool. No, I've not stood on. Well, that's what he means, you donkey. He doesn't mean he'd like to see you there. He means he'd like to see you speaking. (laughs) One day, if one day if I ever return to London, I will go to Speaker's Corner and I will speak. There you go. And I say if I ever return to London because I don't like it there. Right. Let's let's crack on. Uh, Sue Gray. Undeclared contact. Mm. You, you. That's your subject, Ben. Yeah. So Sue Gray is in trouble, isn't she? She's in trouble because obviously, while she was leading the Partygate investigations, she was having covert undeclared contact with uh, with Keith mm-hmm. because she was joining the Labour Party. Now, I would say, in my opinion, that makes the entire Sue Gray report void. We knew that at the time, though, Ben, didn't we? It's a massive massive conflict of interest, surely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a massive conflict of interest. Uh, And, you know, at the same time, obviously, Keith and co. get let off. They didn't uh, didn't get in trouble for their their clear breach of the so-called rules. Mm -hmm. They, They were caught on film bloody doing it uh, yeah. no no we didn't no 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 that was just me at the end of the day uh, having letting a little bit of steam off uh, yeah it's made cave yeah yeah no it was just as bad as any of the parties that went on and yet the person doing all of the investigation just happened to join keith's team it's a bit one whole massive conflict of interest and whilst I don't agree, I don't, I, what I believe is that everybody that was ever fined under that legislation, there should be an amnesty, they should all be refunded, um, and uh, an apology needs to be made, because that legislation should never have existed, those fines should never have been given out, and despite what Matt Hancock is lying about at the inquiry, and he is lying, I might add, um, 
no, those those measures don't do anything to mitigate respiratory viruses. They don't. Do you know, I had to go on a parking awareness course because of that because of when when the lockdown was on i went into derbyshire on a on a family day out and i parked somewhere i shouldn't have parked on a right. verge on a on a, a road and right. they because of, it was during covid they came along and and ticketed my vehicle and they would never have done that normally so i can probably claim that back couldn't i if, I, if I there was an amnesty you, yeah i was think there I, any I, yellow lines there was no yellow lines. There was a single white line, and I was completely off the road. I was on a uh, on a verge, along so, with hundreds of other people. So, where's the um, where's your fence? Well, there, uh, there in their minds. Yeah, I would. I would have. Um, I would just have not paid that. No, I wouldn't have paid that. Personally speaking, I'd I'd yeah. have I'd have said shove your fine. I would have said. Rectum. Where's the restriction? Yeah. Yeah, because they do need to show you where the... Well, you're on a pavement. I was on a... Uh, yes, I was. Right, okay. But there's the problem. Of others were as well. You'd actually... Yeah. You'd have been better just parking on the road. Yes. Never park on the pavement. As soon as you park on the pavement, you're liable f You're liable to get a parking fine. Vaughn makes a good point in the chat here. He says, Adam likes parking on verges with hundreds of yeah, springs. so he, he wasn't parked on a verge. <laughs> he was parked on a pavement. Well, that, it was it that, went this way outside that, somebody's house. That doesn't so. matter if it's a pavement; it's a substantial difference from a verge. Do you really mm. on a verge or you're on a pavement? Which one was it? I think I was over over a bit of both. I think it was right, green so you were verge, on the pavement. and then there was a bit of pavement there as well. So you were on the pavement. You can't. You can't. If you're on the <laughs> yeah, pavement, you I can't was. get away with it. Yeah, I hold my hand. All those people that are part of the verge should have got away with it. Well, he just admitted on live video that he was at fault. So, and yeah. I did go on the course. I had to sit there and for four hours on a course. Four hours on how to four park. Four hours on a video call. On how to park. Uh, well, it was a, a road driver awareness course, what, like one of these thirty mile an hour. Did that? Did that yep. mean you didn't get the fine? Yes. And how much did well, that? Yeah, got uh, hold on. How, oh, hold on a minute. How much? How much was the fine? The, the fine uh, is the course. You pay 95 quid for the course. No, no, no. Hold on. How much would the fine have been for parking? Well, there, there wasn't a fine. It was just all they did was offer you a course. Well, don't go on a course. Um, I, 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 there was, I'm sure there wasn't a fine. There's no points, right? You can't get points for parking. Well, they were trying to give people points for parking. And I think oh. it was a choice of either... Well, hold on. That was wasn't parking six, then. Six points, I think. No, no, that's not parking. They weren't doing you for parking. You don't get points well, for parking. Parking's decriminalised. It was a dangerous position to park. Right, okay. now you're talking a completely different charge. So the truth is, <laughs> the truth is being inced out of the you. Story is isn't it? Isn't it? So you were parked in a dangerous yeah. position. So you were causing an obstruction, um, which is contrary to the construction and use regulations and nothing to do with parking, sir. <laughs> but there was hundreds of other people there, John. You know, it was a, it was a busy hey, hey, holiday in Derbyshire. Hey, oh, made a lot of money that day. You know what, mate? If 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 you want to be a sheep, that's entirely up to you. But you should be making your own mind up. Just because someone else has done it doesn't mean it's right. Are you a lemming? Would you follow them off the cliff? Did you wear a? Did you wear a? Did you wear a? A thingy, Ranger. You know, did you wear one of them? 
So do you know what the worst thing was? When I came back to the vehicle, I could see the police sitting there in the lay-by. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Waiting. Sitting there sniggering going. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> Look at that. Right, okay. <laughs> Free course, yeah. Yeah, you can do this course and get away with that. Yeah, a uh, uh, course cost me 85 quid to sit and listen to some idiot talk for four hours. Yeah. Mm. I once went on a speed away in this course, and that was boring as hell. I just went for the free coffee. I've been on two of them, Ben. And this, what... this course as well. So three. How did you manage to get on two? I thought you weren't supposed to be able to do two speed away on this course. Uh, yeah, You're not supposed four to be years in, No, as long as it's been four years since your first one, you can do it again. It hadn't been four years. <laughs> you got lucky. <sighs> They got it completely wrong during COVID, and I, I got done once um, for parking dangerously, and then once for speeding um, by a Sainsbury's in, in Nottingham. You don't live in Nottingham anymore. No, exactly. It's out, out of the jurisdiction now, isn't it? Yep, there you go. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. John, what else you got for us? Twitter. Twitter rate limits. Who wants to take this People one? Are- you can take it. You can take point, but people are pissed, aren't they? Oh, God. Right. So, I, I, I thought, okay. So, you know, Musky Boy puts out a tweet saying um, we've temporarily uh, imposed rate limits on people for reading tweets. So, you can read 600 tweets if you're unverified, 6,000 tweets if you're verified, and 300 tweets if you're just newly unverified, right? I, I believe they're now uh, up to 808,000. Yeah, I was going to say that, but never mind, you carry on. No, no, I'm just... No, no, carry on. Making sure we... No, you carry on. Right, so, so Muskie Way puts this out, and I'm thinking, okay, right, and then people are going off their nut, and it's like everything on Twitter... The information's on Twitter, yet nobody seems to realise that they can read Twitter and get the information that they keep asking people. Can you see my tweet? Can you see my tweet? Can you see my tweet? Nobody can see my tweets. Why do people do this? <laughs> Why are they so retarded? But anyway, so, um, so, so Musky Boy does this. People have a meltdown. And, um, and, I'm thinking, ah, and I just said... What's the big deal? And and Musk said it was to to avoid scraping and system manipulation. And I'm going, oh, what, what does it matter if people scrape it or not? And Ollie sends me a link. You know Ollie. Uh-huh. So Ollie sends me a link to this guy. Um, was it ben, Mark Bentz or something? Anyway... He's a cyber specialist or something, and he and he, he he was he went. Did you watch it? Did you watch the thing? I did. No. Did you? So and and yeah. I explains why this scraping is a bad thing because what they're doing is they're getting all the data that they can, and they're using it. Yeah. Not for selling you stuff. They're using it to model your behaviours, and see yeah. if you're going to be worth basically locking up yeah social credit yeah yeah that's what it is and yeah, and darpa's involved machine. yeah darpa's involved you know government censorship is involved the feds are involved 
the whole thing is a massive, massive attack on freedom of speech. So strangely enough, yeah. by rate limiting you, Elon Musk is actually trying to protect freedom of speech. It just so yeah, happens. Which is why he shut down. Yeah. He shut down the API, didn't he? Yeah. So if you happen to have a blue tick, you really didn't notice any difference, to be fair. No. I mean, so far, I've noticed no difference whatsoever. I haven't here. Neither have I. And I'm not blue ticked. Yeah, but some people are, um, some people are mental, though. Some people just... So, so even if Elon Musk day. doesn't realise he has done this, he has inadvertently done this... Um, well, no, I think, he did, uh, he, might... I think he did it deliberately because he mentioned that in his tweet. He said to avoid scraping mm. and to stop system manipulation. And that's what all this is about. Scraping all that data yeah. to manipulate the systems. So the video came from Mike Benz at Mike Benz Cyber. Mike and Benz, it's yeah. uh, Benz with a Z. Yeah. B-E-N-Z. Uh, and it's worth watching, as John said. John sent it to me. Um, and I've, I've watched it a couple of times now. That's and he, good. he makes some very, very good points. Yeah. Um, there was another side to that, though, wasn't there? And people were saying that because he has limited our rates, we're not going to see the news. We're no. restricted from seeing no, that No, we're not. No, we're not. How are we? Well, just uh, if you're not uh, blue ticked, then well, you're going to see eight hundred. Well, you said it's not affected you, so it's not. No, affect- it hasn't affected so me. So, how does it stop you seeing the news? It hasn't. It hasn't. It hasn't. But some people did say that that might be the issue why he's done it to it's stop seeing to, the news and to stop us communicating. It's nothing to do. It's nothing to do with France. Nothing to do with France. Nothing to do with France. I mean, once again, France, I know we've already sort of covered it earlier in the show, but mm. so a lot of the stuff you're seeing shared about France right now is sensationalist bullshit. Let me just say it as it is. A lot of the stuff you are seeing shared is just absolute bollocks. You need to, as as with everything, you need to sift through, look at multiple sources, and sift out what is the truth versus what is BS. When people are putting, oh my God, warning, big capital letters, France in full lockdown today, and, you know, Disneyland Paris is operating as normal, you know who are the bullshit eyes are. It's the dumb Lucas of the world. Yeah. Right? It's Did you see the one with the cars coming off the top of the building? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> not real. <laughs> I know. Gary Lineker had, had actually pointed that out as not being real. <laughs> it's not real. Okay? It's not real. Just like the one with the people driving along in the, in the, in the police van holding the French flag. That is from a movie, and someone simply regraded the colour and put yep. it out. It's not real. The one real. with the cars was a Fast and Furious, wasn't it? Mm. Fast X, yeah. Yeah. People need to stop believing everything they see on social media. And I say it a million times. That includes what we're saying. Make sure that what we are saying is the truth. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, because we could research. be wrong. Do your own research. Do it. Do it now. No, don't do it now. I mean, do it after the show. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Viewers. Viewers. No, viewers. Pay for, pay for my return Euro tunnel and a couple nights hotel, and I'll go stream in Paris this week. I'll go stream in Paris this week, and I'll tell you, I'll show you exactly what's going on. There you go. Okay. Right. I'll do it. I'll do it live. Boil in the bag. There's my offer. Boil in the bag. Do you uh, do you want to be boiled in the bag, John? 
It's the old, um, it's the old put the dead body in a barrel full of soap trick, isn't it? Yeah, we'll put it in the bathtub. Yeah. And, uh, and, yeah. and soap powder. Yeah. It's an alkali solution. They make it nice and warm. They turn you into soup. They flush you mm-hmm. the, what's left of the soup down the, down the uh, toilet, the basically down the toilet, and, um, and grind up your bones and give you them. No, they I mean, target that sounds as, horrific. What do they target as? Water cremation. If that sounds horrific, that is water cremation and will be available by cooperative funerals <laughs> in the north of England very, very soon. Wealthy. Do you want me to describe the process? Go on then. Yeah, go on. Uh, Sky have put an article out about it. Um, they said it involves placing a person's body in a sealable biodegradable pouch, which is then put in a large steel water chamber. The water is heated up to 160 degrees C, but the pressure from the chamber stops it from boiling. The ratio of 5% chemical to 95% water, a substance used to make soap called potassium or sodium hydroxide is added. This causes the natural tissues and fats to dissolve, mimicking the process of natural decomposition when someone is buried, which takes up to 12 years. Water cremation takes between four and fourteen hours. Lovely. Four and fourteen hours. Oh, yeah. So yeah, and then and then yes, um, it has been approved in the United Kingdom that the waste, as in your skin and organs, uh, will be just t- tipped into the drainage system, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and that that's the end of you. Um. Bye. Um. I think Thames Water's got enough problems. <laughs> well, like I said, it's actually it's it's actually beginning in the northeast. It's beginning in the northeast. Um, interestingly, and cooperative funeral care are going to begin to offer this service as cheaper than cremation. Better um, and twisted. That's me, all right. right. That's me. Right. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, cheaper that, cremation, that is, but not faster. Cheaper, yeah, about half the. Well, definitely not faster. No, I, I think it's going to come in at about half the price of a. Cremation. It's all about space, though, isn't it? Because they're saying yeah, even course. in cemeteries, we've not got the space anymore now. So, and they don't generate profit as much as they used to. And it's ecologically not... sound, doesn't it? It's ecologically sound because you're not releasing all that carbon into the atmosphere. I was going to say, we're not all Nicolas Cage. We can't buy ourselves a pyramid to be buried in. Buy <laughs> <laughs> <Quite> a pyramid. <laughs> yeah, Nicolas Cage has got a little pyramid that he's going to be put in when he dies. Oh, no. In a cemetery. Why? Because he's a nutter. He's Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah, he is. Okay, yeah, right. He is. Okay, right. Has let's he... move on. Hunt, Hunt the Chancellor. <laughs> Uh, Hunt the Chancellor has warned the banks re-blacklisting people for their political views. I.e. don't do it. Are they going to listen? Well, they should, really. But will they? Well, (laughs) see, this is... I don't like this. I don't like banks, period, right? Hmm. I think they're evil institutions because well, they, I agree with you. they are they are taking money off you in interest by lending you money they don't actually have and and mm-hmm. people don't seem to understand I mean 
Some people seem to grasp the concept of fractional reserve banking, but seem to think that it's dependent on them getting money back from you or getting money in from investors and you know from savers. It's not. The central bank prints, say, ten thousand pounds. It then yeah. gives it. Say there's nine. Say there's an. Say there's nine um, banks out there, right? You know, like Barclays, that West, whatever. So it gives a thousand, a thousand pounds to each of these banks. Yeah. So these banks can then increase that by nine times. So they can then lend yeah. nine thousand pounds on that strength of that thousand. So they then can yeah. charge money on all the money that they've lent that they haven't really lent because they never had it in the first place because that money's just made up. Uh-huh. So they're getting money for money they don't have that they haven't lent you. Yeah. That's just what pisses me off. Well, exactly. You're exactly right. Um, uh, just going back to our previous conversation, I'm going to attempt to share my screen with you for just a second. You won't need to change the screen size. Okay. Right? Um, I'm just going to attempt to share this with you. Uh, tell me if you can see this. And this follows on lovely, um, lo nicely from pyramids, because it's a pyramid scheme, indeed. Indeed it is. Is that Nicholas Cage? And there it is, ladies and gentlemen. That is Nicholas Cage's pyramid. And what does it Louisiana. say? Uh, it, it says, says Omnia Ab Uno. What does that mean? He just needs a little all-seeing eye on the top of it, doesn't he? Yeah, so that is Nicholas Cage's pyramid, uh, ready to receive him when he passes away. He had to buy two plots in order to have it constructed. There you go. Well, there you go. There you go. Right, okay. So we've done Boy on the Bag, we've done Hunt. Uh, do you want to speak about Farage and Burley? Farage and Farage... Burley? Well, Burley, Kay Burley, right? Oh yeah, Kay Burley! In basically encouraging the banks to... Well, for, well, the, uh, Kate, Kate Burley, being a good good citizen of um, Stalin's Russia, or Soviet Union as it was, mm -hmm. seems to have said, well, if, if, um, if nine banks will refuse to deal with you, maybe then you should think there's something wrong with you. Or maybe, maybe it's simply that... They don't like his political opinions because yeah. if they were to do business with him publicly, it would affect their ESG score. Mm -hmm. oh. Did you see the banks that Nigel Farage was trying to deposit money into? Were they all private banks? No. I'll... They were wealth management funds, most of them, which, yeah. you know, if I went along to try and deposit money into, they'd turn me down as well. Yeah. And yeah, but it was no, no, one of the multi-millionaire. Well, he's four million. He four million dollars, apparently. Yeah, remember he is a banker. He—that's where he comes from. He was comes Kate, from mm. that. That was Kate Allen one of them. <laughs> that's just a business bank. Come on. <laughs> but but no, Nigel, Nigel Farage um, should be able to bank wherever he sees fit because at the end of the day, the banks. It must be politically motivated because if he's got millions of pounds to deposit, uh, they're going to make money off that. They're going to make money off of that, mm -hmm. so they'd be stupid not to. So do you it really must think, be politically motivated. Do you really think Nigel's got that much money, no, though? I mean, no, he's doing no. that, that no, service actually, where he reads birthday greetings, doesn't he? You know what, Ben? That's, you, you've got it backwards, mate, and you should know that. 
you should know that. You don't make money off the rich people, you make money off the poor people. Yes. <laughs> no, you, you, uh, yes, you do. Also. You don't make money off the rich people. You know that. You know it's the poor people that fund everything. Mm. Of, well, yeah, of course. Well, but if, if your money is sitting in these institutions, they're using it to... Well, of course money. they're using it, but they're not making... That's what I mean by they're that. Not making, they're not making a, a fortune of him. They're making a fortune of the people that are paying interest at exorbitant rates on money that doesn't exist. Yeah. Do you know what's really funny as well about Coots, the bank that he approached first of all that turned him down? Their, mm. their tagline on their website yeah. says, wealth management for people doing things their own way, and that's not an endorsement of Coots. <laughs> yeah. Coots just owned by NatWest anyway. Yeah, it is. Yeah, these private banks are all. I mean, like. But why didn't I, you go to NatWest? I used to. I used to bank with Cater Allen. But they're right. owned by Santander now, I think. They are. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Good never mind that nonsense. Um, so uh, let's let's move on, shall we? Let's. So that's I, 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 I actually, before we do move on, I actually want to uh, just shout out our regular viewer who's not, I don't think is with us tonight, Trudy, because she was today in Birmingham carrying what is called the Baton of Hope. It's a countrywide scheme for suicide awareness. And she was chosen as a baton bearer uh, to walk with the baton in honour of her son, Benjamin, who sadly took his own life. So I just want to congratulate Trudy and say I'm, I'm looking at pictures right now of her doing it. Um, I hope it was a, a beautiful day and I hope you had a great time. In the circumstances, I know, but, um, yeah, well done. So, so American mercenaries, ex-military mercenaries that went to fight in Ukraine for money, right, mm -hmm. have come back since I'm never going back there again. It's so dangerous. <laughs> okay. And, of course, that's prompted my tweet which was, I'll say it, I've said it before, I've said it on this show before, and I'll say it again at some point, no doubt. America had never fought a quality opponent since 1945, and boy, oh boy, did I manage to get on the right tweet for traction today. Of course you did, yeah. Yes, because it's gone nuts, right? So, yeah, all these, uh, and, and people, again, can't read, because they're all going, well... They're then saying that, what about Korea? What about Vietnam? What about um, Iraq? When we wiped out the fourth largest army in the world, you know? And it's like, you, you never read the tweet. Because I said, mm. America has never fought a quality opponent since 1945. And then the Americans are even better, because they're now claiming that the Viet Cong were a quality opponent. Right? No, so, they weren't. No. So these rice farmers with AK-47s that could dig tunnels because they were small and lithe and, 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 and skinny and put traps up mm -hmm. for the Americans were a quality opponent. Guerrilla warfare. I disagree. Right? I disagree. They, they, they weren't a quality opponent. And then people went on about, we fought China uh, and, and the Vietnamese beat France and all that. Yeah. <laughs> So, and then, and then, of course, they're going to, you know, um, v Vietnam had uh, aircraft that took out a whole squadron of US troops and things. What makes you say they're not a quality opponent? And I said, 
have you actually read my tweet? Where does it ever say that America were also a quality opponent? Well, exactly. Because America's never been tested since 1945. Well, this is it. And they spend a lot of money on military. Yeah. And and they've got they've got they got big toys. Mm-hmm. They've got a lot of big toys. But they have. But do they have strategy? Do they have yeah. the ability to use those toys effectively? Um, and you know what know. else? Right. You know what else they have? They have a flawed mentality when it comes to war. Okay. Because they have this "never leave a man behind" thing. Yeah. Right? Okay. Now you saw this. Do you ever see the movie Black Hawk Down? Yeah. And they messed everything up because one guy fell out of a helicopter. Uh-huh. Right? And because of that, they messed absolutely everything up. Uh-huh. Right? And they have this mental people... thing. Yeah. They, have, they, have, they will kill people trying to rescue... They will kill more people trying to rescue one than would have died uh-huh. if they just walked away. Well, exactly, they won't yeah. do that. They won't walk away. And you saw this. You saw this in that Ukrainian minefield disaster the other day, Adam. Oh remember? my God! Yeah, they were doing the same thing. Yeah, you know. And then, of course, these American mercenaries are saying, you know, that this is the worst war they've ever been in because one, there's nowhere to hide because the Russian stuff was so precise it was dropping around them every time they went out in patrol they thought they were going to die there was never there was never any chance of getting evac'd so there was no helicopters coming to pick you up if you were injured or anything like that the best you were going to get was like a you know a jeep or a trip carrier back to the base so they just they had no idea what war's about. That's the problem. They don't have any idea of what real war's about. And that's why they still have this bravado and this, you know, we'll kick their butt. Yeah, that's fine if you can sit at thirty five thousand feet and drop bombs on people. But when the team you're playing against has got the same tools, if not better, because you know, that S four hundred thing, that anti anti-aircraft missile well, is designed to take out B-2s at long range and apparently it can yeah. you know so America's never been tested and and I don't think they really want to be tested but that's the way that Biden seems to be pushing it unfortunately I think you're right I, I really do um, ladies and gentlemen boys and girls if you haven't already please feel free to leave a like on the show and click that share button. We really want you to share this out. Because we, we, we want people to come and, you, and, and listen to our conversation. Yeah, do, do you know what else American military's done? Did you know this, Adam? No, go for it. They've, um, they've downgraded the, um, the UK military to the B team. Hmm. They've <laughs> said that the UK military is no longer A class. It's no longer a top-notch fighting institution because it doesn't have enough men and it doesn't have enough training and it doesn't have enough ability once again how how do we know for sure because are we tested i don't think so but we haven't really been tested that much no but the, no, they, they, no, we haven't the uk have probably done more and to be fair and i'm not just banging the the, the drum for the uk but the uk special forces have probably done more covert stuff than the Yanks have even thought about 
but they just don't talk you about it. You could well it. be right. They just don't talk about it. That's the difference. You, you could well be right. Anyway, let's move on, shall we? Do you have anything lighter for us, John? Yeah, yeah, why not? Um, <laughs> Lighten it up right, a bit. So, um, Michael M- Imperoli um, right. has decided that he's going to forbid bigots and homophobes from watching any of his material. His material being he was an actor in The Sopranos. Right. Never heard him. Don't know who he is. No. But he seems to think it's shocking that um, that people should be homophobic and be able to watch his material. Because he, so he, how, he dislikes he bigots and homophobes. <laughs> of course he doesn't how, know. How, how, <laughs> like me saying, know? you are a lefty. You cannot watch this show. <laughs> how would you know? And you know what? If you are a lefty, if you are a lefty, Feel free to watch the show. I have no problem with it because Come. I, I, I can't con- I can't consider myself on either side of any kind of no. government equation. I can't anymore. I used to be a lefty. Now I just sit somewhere like I'm a filthy fence sitter. Let's face it. <laughs> I'm not even a fence. Oh, well, I'm not a fence sitter because I I abhor government. Mm. Yeah, I'm firmly on the side that big government is is not uh, conducive to a happy life. They're all with you there, John. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, how how are you supposed to know? What, is, what has he got? Like some kind of like radar gun <laughs> that he just stands, he fires it at people, and it just goes homophobe. <laughs> what? What's, what? How are you meant to know? It's 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 exactly what the next thing is. It's pure overt virtue signalling for the sake of being a virtue signal. So army and veteran, I think I know where you're going. Army yeah. veteran in Texas says, "I'm a, I'm a vet." Puts his shotgun down on a on a bit of wood and hits it with a sledgehammer. May I say badly two or three times because he's fed up with guns. And I'm thinking, what an idiot! I mean, one he's in Texas, so he's on the border with Mexico, where people are streaming across it on a daily basis. Two, yep. people are stealing things and and invading ranches and things all over the place in Texas. Three, some of the cities like Austin are becoming open their feces camps, right? Because they're so lefty. I mean, Austin's the Austin is the worst Texas city, I would assume, because it is basically a, it's the only one that's fully left. And four. He doesn't show you the 25 guns he has out back. Exactly. So it's pure overt yeah. virtue signal. Well, exactly. And just be, uh, and even if that was his one and only gun and he smashed it up and he didn't like, because he didn't like the guns, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because what he doesn't like does not apply to, to other people. Exactly. And and this is, this is uh, once again, what do you want? What do you want, sir? Do you want big government to step in and, and start making decisions and, and telling you what you can and can't do? Is that what you want? Yeah. Because the second you allow big government to start controlling every aspect of your life, they take and take and take and take. You give an inch, they take a mile. That's what big government do. So at what point does it stop? At what point does big government not control what you can and can't do, what you can and can't say? Well, that point you know, comes if, when the people rise up, and and that that I got into one this morning with someone, but 
The people in this country don't have they don't have the gumption to rise up. They really don't. I don't. I don't think they do. Not in the quantity. They're in the United Kingdom. People are too comfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. People are too comfortable here in the United Kingdom, right? Because big, big daddy government does provide. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. You know, it's it's like a double-edged sword, really, isn't it? Because big daddy government does provide, but also big bad daddy government, on the other hand, is taking away. Um, and people don't realise just how much big daddy government is taking away. Yeah. yeah. They are taking your rights one at a time it's I've, i keep using the phrase it's death by a thousand cuts yep and you're gonna wake up one day and this is you know a bit out there but you're gonna wake up one day with a fucking ankle monitor on well T tony's just summed it up fantastically in the chat a government that exercises its power through the threat of force must be tempered by a well-armed citizen's citizenry. Otherwise, invariably, total domination and complete subjugation will be the end result. And you're 100% correct. And that's why Americans Are we need... heading in that direction? Oh, we, 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 we're, we're, done. we're done. We are done. We don't have, we don't have the capability of fighting back. No, well, we don't, you're right, and we don't have free speech in this country, so no. we don't even have the capability of fighting back with our ideas. No, we, we, we're, we're done. UK's finished. And, and you know, that might sound a bit, a bit defeatist, but UK's finished. And then we've come to this conclusion on a number of occasions on this show, to be fair. You know, and that's probably why we both want to try and get to America. Because it's I mean, the only one left. And yeah, and, and don't get me wrong, you know, the American government are a bunch of arseholes. But America's the only country left in, in, in the West that you have the capability of keeping your government in check. Yeah, and I mean, Adam, you, like mm. me, have small children. And mm. in the country that we live right now, do you fear for them? Yeah, yeah, I think, well, it's natural as a parent, you do anyway, but as things have got worse since, you know, the we've got older, I get you, you get more afraid, um, but you also realise that the world isn't as, as straightforward as it appears. No, it's not. It's a very complicated place full of bureaucracy and uh, backstabbing. That's what the world is. Mm -hmm. um, and human beings are invariably selfish. And the ones that get into power, that want to be in power, want to control the ones that aren't. Mm -hmm. That's that's the situation that we find ourselves in. And, um, you know, I want to respond to Harold in the chat, who says not very um, patriotic. Well, the fact of the matter is, we're on the cusp. We're on the cusp. If we're not completely down yet, we are on the cusp. Yeah. Um, and, and, and all we can do is tell you the truth of the matter, regardless of whether or not you consider it patriotic. The truth of the matter is we're going to wake up one day and our children are not going to have any rights. We're not going to have any rights. Is there a free place to go, though, in the world these days? No. Well, but, the, but, but America is the closest. South America, not... Sorry, Central America is actually not a bad shout, depending on which countries you go to. Hmm. All it takes is a generation to kill freedom. 
But yeah, it, you time. know what? It's America's the best. It's America's still got the best chance because it's a constitutional republic, and their constitution does still mean something to a lot of people. I mean, France, and is, is, France is done because it's given up its republic status, really. Mm -hmm. by, pardon me, by being in the EU. Germany's done. That's, that's, that's never come And I'll back. tell you what, if Veradora were a real place, we would benevolently dictate you You have freedom. Yeah. That would be our benevolent dictatorship. You would have freedom. Yeah, but you wouldn't be allowed to... Um, you wouldn't be allowed to overthrow us. You wouldn't, be, you wouldn't be allowed guns. <laughs> you couldn't give I'm them guns. <laughs> what you got for us, Adam? Um, do you remember that earthquake in Stoke? Yeah. yeah. Well, I've just seen a video from Chechnya where the Russians are testing their own version of harp. Um, and they're firing waves. Waves into the clouds. Uh-huh. Um, so maybe they attacked waves, the other day waves, test. Waves of what? <laughs> um, well, it just looks like ripples in the sky in the clouds. So what you're trying to um, tell me is it's 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 a very out there, outside, probably not at all possibility that the Russians <laughs> rock the car parks. <laughs> yep, Jackie, get on this. Go on, Jackie. Come on. Oh, Seems yeah. real. Yeah. Come on, Jackie. Seems real. <laughs> it's like, do, do you sit in Russia where I draw in and go, we shall, we, we shall have a shot at Stoke. <laughs> there are too many car parks there. We must rumble some of them to rumble. Let's uh, have a go. Oh, yeah. Bloody hell. Right. Okay. Um, we're nearly done. Are we? Yeah, Tesla. Tesla. Right, so Tesla, Elon Musk's Tesla, has cut its prices for its cars, and its um, yeah, its stock has gone up, and it's selling more mm. cars. But I think Tesla's only selling cars on the strength of it being Tesla, right? You know, because. If you're a if you're a lefty lover, you just love Teslas, even though you hate Elon Musk. See, it must be yeah. such it must be such a quandary for a lefty because you really want to drive a right. Tesla, <laughs> but you hate Elon Musk because of what he's done with Twitter. So how do you reconcile that? How do you reconcile that when you sit behind your Tesla thinking, I hate Musk, I hate Musk, but I love his car. <laughs> So what do I don't know. If you're a techie and a lefty, that's bad enough. Because, yeah. you know, on one hand, you've got to hate Elon, but then on the other hand, you've got to love what he's doing. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, right. And then, and then of course, you've got to love him because, you know, if you're a Republican, you really, you've got to love him because he wants to go and conquer new worlds like, you know, Mars and the moon and places like that. Occupy Mars, baby. Occupy Mars. So, so yeah, Musk is, Musk is playing the field, as they say. Mm-hmm. Yep, just like Boris. Mm -hmm. Anyway, <laughs> back to him. Um, so, while Tesla's doing that, Volkswagen, our, our German... Old yep, our German compadres, have, um, have extended... have extended their, uh, their summer holiday, well, their EV plant, Yep. To four weeks. Four week closure. 
and they've cut right. it and they've cut it down. They've cut down the working days in the the next two weeks before they go on their four week closure. Yeah, well, because they, it, both they can't sell them. No, they can't sell them because nobody wants them. Yeah. Nobody wants only virtue signalers want electric vehicles. Yeah. So nobody vo- wants them because yeah. they are absolutely useless. In so, reality, they're useless. Volkswagen. Do you think there could be another reason for this though? Volkswagen saying the EV market's we- dead. Well, we're seeing the ex-Audi boss, Rupert Stadler, um, be, he's just avoided jail. And they're also, I, I noticed the other day that VW are being, um, they're in trouble again because of the software they installed on right. their computers. Yeah, on they, the diesels. Uh, in, in the cars. Yeah, yeah to, on the diesels. To, to, to scam the emissions tests. You mean but it's, yeah, but it's not just Volkswagen. Right. It's not just Volkswagen that did this. They all did it. No. Yeah, 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 and it's but the problem is it's fifteen percent of every car, uh-huh. and that's eight million cars, isn't it? Across, I think it was Europe. I think. Oh, yeah. I want to read a chap chap from Jed into orbit here who says, "I live in a flat. I'd have to drop a cable out the window down to the car park to charge an electric car. They are <laughs> impractical. Nobody yeah. wants them." Yeah, I know. They're fine if you've got your and own we- driveway, and you don't have far to go to your work. Yeah, I tried to drive one. I had one for two years, and it was just totally impractical. And I had to buy myself a little petrol sports car. Yeah. Well, I, I had an <laughs> electric car. Driving in a sports I had an electric car, and it was absolutely <laughs> fine, right? But I only did. Mm. I only did what fifteen miles each way to my work. It's only well, yeah. thirty miles a day. There you so go. There's no problem. Yep. No, no, the day, no, the no, day no, I went no, to no, Edinburgh in it. I had to stop for an hour on the way back to charge up before I could get home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I looked it's on the Zap map. Um, I had to get from Leicester to Swindon, and that's about a five-hour commute. Right. And it would have taken me nine hours to get yeah. down there. Yeah. 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 The thing is, the whole day. Mm. Yeah. Whereas you can just stop at a petrol station if need be in in, in a regular car. Yeah, just stop oil are idiots. They're yeah. idiots. They're absolute morons, and they'll take us back to the Stone Age if they're allowed mm, to yeah. get their way. Um, they're a cult, unlike Veradora, which is not a cult. <laughs> not a um, cult. But unfortunately, Just Stop Oil make a lot, more, a lot more damn money than Veradora does at the moment. I will say that. Are you bored of your monotonous existence? The demeaning tasks? The soul-destroying repetition? The grey, faceless drones that you work with? Is there a way out? How can you escape this? Join us. Come to. Veridora, the land of opportunity. The fantastical land of opportunity where you can be what you were destined to be. You can blossom. Join us. From sea to shining sea, across our land we are surrounded by natural beauty and natural beauties. In Veridora, our beaches are completely unspoiled, just like our women. Our land is plentiful and bountiful. Our cities are vibrant, engaging, colourful, enjoyable. 
Anything and everything that you need is there within your grasp, right there, within 15 minutes. You will own absolutely nothing, but you will be ecstatic. Join us. It's within the grasp of anyone to become a citizen of Veridora. You'll never look back once you're there. You don't need to worry about anything. Democracy? Who cares? You have your benevolent dictators, Ben and John. They will look after your every need, make all the important decisions for you. You don't need to worry your pretty little head. You just go out and enjoy yourself. You'll get extras. You'll get early access to our dear leader's announcements. You too can become a citizen of Veridora. Just join us by becoming a citizen today at ko-fi.com forward slash chasing descent or patreon.com forward slash chasing descent or by using the join button on YouTube. You know you want to. Veridora is not a physical place and all rewards offered for membership will be fulfilled in a timely fashion. Chasing descent appreciate any and all ongoing support. Not a cult. Not a cult. Unlike just stop oil. <laughs> and on that note, John, I think that is the best time for you to say goodbye to well, these wonderful, wonderful people. One, one last item. Okay. Our friends in America, Raytheon, yep. have, um, have mm-hmm. asked for the retired workers to come back to work. They have? Yeah. To do what? Time to make some more stinger missiles, make baby! Some more stingers so we can sell them to Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, baby! Let's I'm cash in! War is big business! Cash in! The, the, make, the, make money while war reigns! Military industrial complex rages on! Mm-hmm. Yeah, war is big business. Um, uh, and on that note, it is time for us to say goodbye. Yeah, Um and uh, I want to say to you all, I love you muchly, and become a citizen of Veradora at the links. Uh, there are rewards. There are certificates. There are, there are early access to your be, dear leader's announcements. There will be even better rewards to come. But anyway, thank you for attending this. Episode 232 of Chasing Descent Live with me, John, with Adam, and with Cheers. Ben. It's been great. For you. Cause I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'ma do shit my way. So you can go kick rocks. I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make. Yo, I got a lot of shit to say, so I'ma do this every day. I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave. Six feet deep, wonder, but my body won't decay. Cause my messages are kind of so they put them on display. Oh yeah, I rap with a certainty. I have a sense of urgency. A message for eternity for everyone internally. I had some people burning me, but now they fucking learn to see. I ain't the one to fuck with. Now they looking nervously, and I don't really care what you think of me respectfully. You can kick rocks if you think you're fucking better. See, I will outwork you, turn you to an enemy. Hurt you so bad that you're gonna need some therapy. I got the motherfucking recipe. I've been cooking up hits. I'ma leave a legacy. You'll be looking small when you're standing right next to me. I'm five ten, bitch, but I'm ten feet. Now I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'ma do shit my way. So you can go kick rocks. I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make. Cause I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'ma do shit my way. So you can go kick rocks. I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make. Yeah, I'ma do it my way. 
of a life to master it. Don't give up on your future. We all start losers. We're all late bloomers. Gotta struggle through the floor. What you say? Yeah, I'ma do shit my way. So you can go kick rocks. I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make. Cause I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'ma do shit my way. So you can go kick rocks. I'ma stack bricks.